Levinson. This is Light On, Light Through. Episode 13, The Gold-Plated Globes, What They Missed on Television. Now, I'm talking, of course, about the Golden Globe Awards, but the reason I call them gold-plated is that, at least insofar as television, the award nominations that were released just a few days ago, in my opinion, missed a lot of things. There were many good aspects to the nominations. That's why I'm still willing to say at least they're gold-plated, which is better than silver-plated or with no precious metals at all. And uh, after I go over the problems I had with the Golden Globe nominations for television, I'll tell you what I liked about them. But, you know, my grandmother always used to say, if you hurt your finger, you know, if you smash one of your fingers, it doesn't make it hurt any less that you have nine other fingers that you didn't hurt. That one finger still hurts. So even though the Golden Globes did catch a lot of what I think is great about television, there are some grievous oversights, in my humble opinion, in terms of what they did not choose to nominate. And these awards, in case you don't know, are given by the Foreign Press Association in Hollywood. That is, these are international reporters who cover the media. And they nominate and eventually give the awards to various television shows, movies, music, and so on. But about television, one of the things that I was very disappointed in regarding the current Golden Globe nominations was no mention, nothing about Kidnapped. Now, those of you who have been listening to this uh, podcast No, I think that Kidnapped is one of the best shows ever to have come on television. It was uh, on NBC uh, starting in the fall. It had three episodes that were shown on Wednesday night. Then it was moved to Saturday night where it had two weeks of episodes. And at that point, it was banished to online status which, as I've also said before, may not be all that bad. It is very enjoyable watching uh, any program, I think, online. But, of course, what that did is it removed Kidnapped from its largest possible audience. Now, this isn't the first time that NBC has made a mistake like this. As a matter of fact, probably the most famous error, the most famous cancellation Uh, that ever happened in television, in which the canceled show went on to become one of the most successful shows in all of popular culture, happened to Star Trek, which was an NBC series in the 1960s. It ran for three years. NBC canceled it, even though the series did have a devoted audience, but the audience was a little small. And of course, as we all know, Star Trek came back in syndication, achieved an enormous amount of popularity, and uh, at this point, there are many motion pictures that were made of uh, Star Trek. Uh, I've lost track already of of all the follow-up series, Star Trek The Next Generation, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Star Trek... Voyager, Star Trek, Enterprise, and uh, the franchise, as it's called, is certainly one of the most successful in all of popular culture. Uh, 
Well, who knows if that will happen uh, to Kidnapped. There is a great uh, message board on NBC.com in which people who love Kidnapped talk about it, uh, and I talk about it there. And uh, I'm still holding out hope that um, at some point some savvy cable station will pick Kidnapped up and we'll see it on a cable station sometime in the future. Stranger things have happened. Certainly what happened with Star Trek uh, is stranger. And last night's uh, episode on Kidnapped, which is the next to the last one, was really superb. By the way, not only the series is superb, but Delroy Lindo, I think, is uh, doing a great job um, as uh, Agent King in the series. He should have received a nomination also. Well, the next grievous oversight was Battlestar Galactica. You don't see anything about Battlestar Galactica in the Golden Globe nominations. That alone would make those nominations gold-plated, and rather thinly gold-plated at that. Battlestar Galactica is, in my view, one of the great science fiction television series. And in fact, that might be its problem. For some reason, and this pertains not only to the Golden Globes, but to the Emmys, the Oscars, even awards given for great books, for some reason that I've never been able to quite understand, science fiction always seems to slip by in these awards. Now, I don't know if it's because there's something in our popular culture, uh, at least as far as the awards aspect of our popular culture, that's tone deaf to science fiction. Whatever the reason is, science fiction almost never gets its just due. And once again, the Golden Globes Awards have continued this tradition of dissing science fiction by completely leaving Battlestar Galactica out of its nominations. Edward James almost as Captain Adama in Battlestar Galactica, one of the all-time great performances in television. And the overall series, in my view, in many ways, is better than just about all of Star Trek. Maybe there have been one or two episodes on Star Trek which have been as good as the best episodes on Battlestar Galactica, but Battlestar Galactica has been that good. And ignored by the Golden Globes. Last and certainly not least, The Wire. And again, you've heard me talk about The Wire. I just don't get how the Golden Globes could have totally, totally overlooked The Wire this year. Now, I don't think this has been the best season of The Wire. I think seasons one and three were better than the season that just finished, season four. But nonetheless, it was unbelievably good television. The treatment of the drug life in Baltimore. I've never seen such good material in a movie, uh, certainly not in another television show. There's really nothing like The Wire. And it deserves an enormous amount of recognition. And fortunately, critics in general have given The Wire the recognition it deserves. But I don't know, I guess the foreign film critics are on not this planet Earth, but maybe somewhere out there beyond Alpha Centauri, and they just don't get The Wire. 
All right, so what did they get right? Well, they got Michael C. Hall right for Dexter, and uh, Hall was given a nomination for Best Actor in that Showtime series. And I think that series is the best new series to have appeared on television this fall. And the uh, finale will be on this Sunday night, and uh, it's a really bizarre series uh, about a serial killer who works for the police, and the people that he kills are other serial killers. So there are some fascinating moral dilemmas in Dexter. Michael C. Hall plays the part to perfection, and good for the Golden Globes for giving Michael C. Hall his props for that. Next, I was happy to see that Michael Ely got a nomination for his performance as Special Agent Darwin in Sleeper Cell. And Sleeper Cell is now just about to conclude its second uh, season uh, of eight shows, a great show. And in fact, Showtime deserves credit for having shown all eight shows on demand. It's been on demand since last Sunday. So many people have had the pleasure of seeing the whole eight shows. They don't have to even wait for the day-by-day unfolding of the show. But there's no doubt that Michael Ealy did a great job. I don't know why Odef Farah, who played the bad guy in the show, didn't also get a nomination. But, hey, that's all right. At least the Golden Globes recognize Sleeper Cell. What else did they get right? Well, I was very happy to see that Bill Paxton got a nomination for Best Actor in a series, and that series also received a nomination from the Golden Globes. The series is Big Love. This is HBO's also crazy, bizarre series about a polygamous family. But it's done so well that after you watch even a few minutes of it, it almost seems as if polygamy is as American as apple pie. And Bill Paxton does a great job uh, in the lead role, and that whole show is really an excellent show. Uh, I was uh, happy to see that it will be coming back on HBO. So... The Golden Globes did pretty well. Let me also mention 24, which got a nomination for Best Series. And, of course, Kiefer Sutherland got a nomination for his portrayal as Jack Bauer. It's impossible, really, to nominate the series and not nominate Kiefer Sutherland. So the Golden Globes did get those things right. On the negative side, let me say I don't understand why... Lost Season 3 was nominated. And, you know, I could do a whole podcast on what's been lost in Lost. It was a great first year, one of the best things on television then. But the second year was very disappointing. And this year I thought it was okay, but had not yet come close to retrieving what it had been doing in the first year. So, so much for the awards. There's an argument to be made that awards aren't really very important, and I suppose that's true. But on the other hand, they're there, they're out there, people do pay attention to awards. The Golden Globes certainly are not as important as the Oscars or the Emmys, but they're something that do receive attention, and that's why I think they're worth critiquing and talking about. Well, let's move on to some other things, and let's move from the Golden Globes to the World Wide Web. 
Well, we haven't heard that phrase in a while. At least I haven't heard it. But it is really uh, a World Wide Web, as we know. And there are a couple of websites and podcasts that I want to uh, mention to you. Uh, first, uh, you've heard me talk about this for the last few weeks, the sci-fi show.com. And the fi in there is spelled P-H-I because the show is about science fiction and philosophy. And it's a podcast, and it's done from way down under in the Southern Hemisphere. And this week, you can hear me being interviewed by Jason. And it's a great conversation that we had, almost 30 minutes, in which I talk about my interest in science fiction, philosophy. It's a very intelligent show, and I really had a good time during the interview. So go check it out. And if you haven't gotten too sick of my voice after that... I also wanted to mention to you that the first chapter of my novel, The Plot to Save Socrates, is now up on a whole bunch of pages. Probably the easiest one to get is paullevinson.blogspot.com. And if you scroll down to the bottom of that page, you'll see a little audio player that you can click and you can sit back, relax, and listen to this whole first chapter of The Plot to Save Socrates. It's about an hour long. I read it late at night in my living room, and uh, it almost feels to me when I tell people about it that this is a chance for me to come visit you. It could be in your living room. It could be in your backyard. If you want to download this and put it on your iPod, you can take a walk, and as you're walking, I'll be narrating the first chapter of The Plot to Save Socrates to you. And by the way, this new page, paullevinson.blogspot.com, is a new blog page that I've set up. It's a little more quiet than my Twice Upon a Rhyme blog page. So when you have a chance, go check it out, paullevinson.blogspot.com. And the Plot to Save Socrates audio is, of course, also available on lightonlightthrough.com. And I hope you come by there whenever you have a chance. And let me once again mention that until the end of 2006, the free MP3 of the Chronology Protection Case, as performed by Mark Shanahan, a great radio play which received an Edgar nomination from the Mystery Writers of America, I'll be glad to send you a free MP3 copy of that production. But in order for me to do that, you have to log on to Light On, Light Through and tell me what vegetable that is now a condiment you see on that page. Okay, it's pretty easy. So just scroll down the page until you find a a picture of a condiment that was once a vegetable, and then send me an email, and you can email me at paullevinson at lightonlightthrough.com, and I will reply with a link that you can use to get the MP3 of the chronology protection case. And finally, while we're talking about various things that, that I'm doing on the web, let me also mention to you Levinson News Clips. And you can get there by going to levinsonnews.podshow.com. 
Com. And these are two to three minute clips, very short. Sometimes they're reviews. I have a review there of Deja Vu, uh, the new movie with Denzel Washington, a really fine time travel movie. I have a, re- a review there with both spoilers. If you've already seen the movie, I give you my view in uh, just really two minutes as to what really happened at the end of the movie. So check that out. LevinsonNews.podshow.com. There's also a non-spoiler review there of Deja Vu. And I have clips, little pieces on Kidnapped, Dexter, Sleeper Cell, some of the very things that I've been talking about in this podcast, plus my responses to various news events that concern the media. So when you have a chance, go check that out as well. Promo. Okay, and you know what that is. Time for our promo suite. And once again, MikeThinks.com leads the pack. A great podcast. Go check it out. We also have a new promo for Adventures in Sci-Fi Publishing. And this is a podcast that actually, in part, inspired me to start Light On, Light Through. So if you like this podcast, check out Sean Farrell's Adventures in Sci-Fi Publishing. And uh, even if you don't like Light On, Light Through, it's worth checking out this podcast. And we actually have a new promo for that podcast coming right up here on the promo suite. Plus a couple of other things as well as that insano attorney from New Jersey, the Jersey Todd Show. So sit back, listen, enjoy, and I'll see you next time. the Mike Thinks podcast, www.mikethinks.com. News and current events with an opinion. The Mike Thinks podcast. It's the news you missed. www.mikethinks.com. Are you a Battlestar Galactica fan? If you are, you need to check out the Combat Information Center. It's available at www.allenlight.com slash galactica. Hey, publishing fans, this is Sean from the Adventures in Sci-Fi Publishing Podcast. If you're a fan of science fiction and fantasy literature, and if you're interested in learning the ins and outs of the publishing business, then this is the show for you. I interview best-selling authors... (laughs) Ari Salvador, so thanks for taking the time, Bob. Ah, it's great to be here. ...industry experts... This is Keith R. And new writers who are blazing the path of publishing's future. I am uh, Brandon Sanderson. So join me today at www.adventuresinsci-fi-publishing.blogspot.com and become a part of the adventure. Did you walk out of the Matrix and wonder if you're a battery in a jar? Did you walk out of Daredevil and wonder, what is it like to be a bat? Do you and your friends stay up at night debating good and evil in the Star Wars universe? Does the question of life, the universe, and everything intrigue you? Then open your mind and tune into The Sci-Fi Show, thescifishow.com. And that's Fi with a PH. In a world where ordinary individuals... I was at a bar. I had a beer. 
begin to discover their unique abilities. The Ninth, a Heroes Netcast. www.heroescast.com In a world full of hopelessness and despair, only two guys had the power to deliver the world from certain destruction. Nathan and Carlos are Podcast Pendulum. Watch it all unfold at podcastpendulum.podomatic.com. Hi, I'm Mark. I'm Andrea. We do a podcast called Just One More Book. A podcast about the children's books we love and why we love them. Because we're crazy about kids' books. We interview authors and illustrators. Hey, this is E.B. McHenry. This is Lee Edward Foti. Play listener submitted reviews. It's my favorite book. Talk about how and where to find great books. Just one more book.com. <laughs> I got <laughs> The Mr. Science Show. Your weekly prescription of popular science. We talk about the science you want to hear about in a social context. For more stories and for the podcast, check out MrScienceShow.com. I'm Mark West. Have you been injured listening to average podcasts? Have you been the victim of pod faders? Have you been fraudulently induced to listen to a podcast that has substandard pod safe music and a really lame host? Then I urge you to subscribe to the Jersey Todd Show at www.jerseytoddshow.com. When another podcast is responsible for your podcasting injuries, we will work to provide you with the best podcast experience available. Jersey Todd is a real New Jersey lawyer, but has no desire to waste your time talking about the law. Hey, this is Matthew Ebel, and I've been listening to The Jersey Todd Show with Todd from Jersey. And it's okay. So if you're in an accident or injure yourself at work and you're injured really badly, you should call an ambulance. Chances are the ambulance driver is listening to The Jersey Todd Show, www.jerseytoddshow.com.